Hello, hello, everyone, to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self because that is what we're here to do. We're always on a journey to become our best selves because that is a lifelong journey we should all be on. And today, to help you do that, we're going to talk about things that are getting better because we need to focus more on that than the negative. So we're going to get into it in just a second, but I do want to invite you to come over to Instagram and say hey to me, say hi, jump in my DMs, you know, let's be friends. That's what I want to do here. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Check the show notes below and you will see how to spell all of that, <laughs> but I hope that you come over. Also, if you're on Clubhouse, and they just opened it for Android peeps, which is awesome. Um, come over and say hi to me. I am at Sabrina J. Perozo. I'd love to chit chat with you and say hi and just have a real conversation. And you can also send me a good old fashioned email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you then. You can send me any prior requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, um, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me. I didn't say the whole thing that time because I got lost in what I was saying, but it doesn't matter. Send me anything you'd want to any of those things. I would love to hear from you. So what we're going to talk about today, things that are getting better. So we go through so many things in life and tend to focus really hard on the negative things that have happened to us because it's so easy to nitpick what isn't going well. But I believe that we need to really boost up and celebrate what is going good and the improvements that we are making in our life. And, you know, I think if you are really honest with yourself, you probably would discover that you are not doing this as much as you should. I really think that's the truth. I think a lot of us aren't doing this as much as we should. You know, life can be so hard and so tough, and we can feel a burden from so many things going on in our lives that we don't even realize how much we are focusing on the negative rather than the positive, you know, the things that we need to be grateful for, the things we need to just be excited about. Um, So this is a mindset that I have started practicing more and more because only thinking about the hard things has really brought my mood down most of the time, just to be honest with you, because You know, I mean, it's great to spend time thinking about what difficult experiences we have been through and figure out what we can learn from those things, but it can be overwhelming to do this all the time, all the time without balancing out celebrating and being happy about the good things and the habits and the situations that are getting better in our lives. We need to have that balance. I feel like a lot of times we don't remember and we will easily forget that There needs to be balance in our lives for us to progress the way that we would like. If we discover that we are off balance in some way and we do not put in the effort and the time and are cognizant of needing to change that, that imbalance will continue to get worse and worse and worse in our lives. And I know that sounds dramatic and it very well may be a little dramatic. However, I like to pour on the drama just a little bit for for you to understand that it's so super important to have balance in our lives. It's so super important to take the time to consider what we've been through, reflect on our past, reflect on these hard things that we have pushed ourselves to get through or have had the luxury and the blessing 
to have people in our lives that are helping us get or pulling us through, you know, partly part, part of the way through a lot of these things that are happening in our lives. But there's all these good things. There's all these blessings. There's all these things that we do practice being grateful for, yet we don't highlight them as much as we should. And we need to put that into practice more, you know? You know, sometimes we get all caught up in thinking we can't celebrate ourselves because it's not right, or it could be seen as bragging. That's one of my issues. Or we weren't taught that we could be proud of ourselves, but we need to, right? We need to be proud of ourselves. We need to brag on ourselves sometimes. We need to realize that it's, it's an important, this is an important habit to have in your life. You know, I'm here to tell you that we can't wait for someone else to celebrate us either or until we get permission from someone else. We need to just do it when we need to do it. We need to stop focusing on all these made-up rules, another problem I have, and thinking we need people to okay our decisions, especially when it comes to how we feel about ourselves. How often are you waiting to decide if you like yourself, if you accept yourself, if you're doing a good enough job, how often are you waiting for someone else to affirm that before you decide to completely latch on to that and make it like your ride or die decision of who you are? I do that so much. I'm like, okay, well, does someone else approve of the decision that I'm about to make? Does someone else think that I'm doing a good job? Does someone else think that I am working hard or coming through all of these tough things in my life well enough, right? And I'm waiting for someone else to affirm the fact that I've done a good job, that I should celebrate what I'm doing because I don't want to err on the side of celebrating myself and someone else thinks that, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Or I'd rather be on the side of someone and be like, you should celebrate yourself. And I'm not because it feels more cautious, right? It's more like, well, I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to get ostracized. No one's going to look at me sideways because I didn't, you know, choose the self-serving side of me. And a lot of this is just like you get an all in your head, you're focusing on the wrong things, and you are giving your power to waste to other people that really should not be in control of your life. You should not let them take the reins and be in control because it's your life. It's your life. You need to realize that. You need to remember that. And it can easily get lost, especially if there are people in our lives that are happy to take the reins and to do whatever they think is best. And we really just need to stop doing that. We need to start standing up in our own courage and our own belief in ourselves that, hey, we can celebrate ourselves. We can celebrate if we just got like one of the best cups of coffee we've had in like months, right? We can celebrate the fact that, yay, we're finally going to go out and eat inside of a restaurant. We can celebrate the fact that we ordered shoes online and we don't have to send them back because they fit so well. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, it can be these little things that you can still celebrate in your life, especially if you're going through some really hard times. You, When you're going through really hard times, one of the best things you can do is to highlight even the smallest things that you are super grateful for and you feel like are a blessing in your life because you are still opening your heart and mind to understanding that good things can still come to you despite your current circumstances. And I believe that is a mindset to have, a belief to walk in, and a way to live your life in the best way that you possibly can. So today, let's chat about some things in our lives that can show us that our lives are getting better and we are becoming our best selves, which again is the journey that we want to continue to be on. I have five things that I would like to share with you today because 
these five things will really demonstrate to you that your life, you are getting better. Things in your life are getting better, and we should highlight those things. Okay, so the first one is that if you notice that you're less critical of yourself and others, then yeah, your life's getting so much better. Because if you're able to, and I know that these, any of these things that I, that I talk about today are not going to be things that are 100% always on top of, right? Because life is ups and downs and we have good days and bad days. And sometimes we forget who we are and how we were like the baddest thing ever, meaning that in a good way. <laughs> um, and so sometimes we forget ourselves, which is okay. Um, cause we can bounce back, but I'm just saying in general. So you find that you are less critical and others, yes, you know, your life is getting so much better. Having the awareness to stop being so critical of yourself and realizing that you are doing the best that you can and not nitpicking every single decision that you make, not nitpicking every single thing that goes wrong or a mistake that you made or a failure that you've been through or something that you didn't necessarily hit the mark on by being less critical of yourself or, you know, maybe achieving your goals a little bit slower than you anticipated, of course, that you wanted, but just being okay with that and understanding that you have to give yourself some grace you have to love yourself as well as you're, as well as you're loving other people, as well as you're extending care to other people in your life. We have to practice doing that. So if you're being less critical of yourself and just kind of like, you know, living your life day to day and kind of like letting things go, learning from them still, not just counting them out and being like, whatever, but like understanding like, okay, I don't need to beat myself up about this thing. I can learn from it, grow from it and move forward. But also not being critical of others. And this is something that I struggle with a lot because I my expectations are so high for other people that I really have to bring it down a little bit. Be like, girl, you need to bring it down. You need to calm it down because it's unfair. Having expectations for other people that they know nothing about, you can't be upset when they don't hit them because they don't know anything about them. They have no idea. They have no idea, Right? And you might be like, well, they should because I'm like that. So they, everyone should want to be like me. No, 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 no. Like that, that's how I used to live my life too. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm exhibiting as an example of like the best person to be and people should be like me, right? You know, I am giving them my best. They should give me their best. That's not always going to happen. It's really just not. And we should really lower our expectations a bit because if you keep them sky high, you'll never be, you'll always be disappointed right? And by lowering them a little bit and just giving people grace and understanding that again, you're not perfect. They're not perfect. And they probably are okay with not being perfect, maybe more than you are right now. And that's where they should be. And that's where we should accept them. We should accept people where they are. We can definitely encourage them to get to a place where where we want them to be and also where they want themselves to be. But we also need to accept them for where they are right now. Okay, so the second one I want to talk about is you ask for what you want. Life, Your life is definitely getting better if you're able to ask for what you want. I struggle with this. I suck at this. This is terrible. You know, me asking for what I want, I have to build up a lot of courage to do it. And if that's you too, then I get you. I'm right there with you. But it's an important thing to help you measure your growth because if you have the courage and know your self-worth and understand that you have 
just as much power and ability and right to ask for something as any other person, whether it's some celebrity, some influencer online, Joe Schmo down the street, you know, your parents, your friends, whomever, you have the same rights as them. So you can ask for what you want. I'm trying to do this more. My husband is trying to encourage me to do this more as well. And it's tough. But if you're able to just go out there, be confident, and even if you're not necessarily like, you know, sure of exactly what you want, or if you know what you want and you don't get it, at least you ask. And that shouldn't deter you from continuing to come back and ask. Continue to put forth that confidence and know that at least you did it. There's going to be some times where it works out, other times where it doesn't, but all good learning lessons, ways to grow. Maybe find out a better way to ask for what you want if it's not quite going right, you know? Evaluate the situation. Be honest with yourself. Critique yourself. Get feedback from other people. And then keep it moving. Keep it moving. Okay, so the third one I want to talk about is, and remember, we have five, (laughs) uh, is you've improved your listening skills. Something I love to talk about. It's so important for you to listen to understand, not respond. And you're definitely on your your journey to becoming your best self and your life is getting your things in your life are getting better if you are improving your listening skills. So many times a lot of people will be engaged in a conversation and they're only halfway listening to the other person speak because they're already preparing in their mind their rebuttal of how they're going to respond to that person as opposed to you know, having good listening skills of like actually listening to understand and then giving yourself a moment to come up with a response because it shows that you actually are trying to listen to everything they're saying. You know, the conversation isn't all about you. It's about both of you. And for it to be about both of you, you both have to be listening, right? And this is going to be a hard thing for people that do genuinely um, have a problem with taking that moment, taking that break, taking that pause to be like, okay, I heard what you said. Just give me a second. I want to respond to you. But we live in a world where you always have to have your voice raised and it has to be higher than other people. And you have to be willing to talk over other people to get your point across. This is actually something, this is probably like the one of the few things that I don't like about the new social app uh, Clubhouse. Because what happens is that there are a lot of people that are very strong about their feelings and you're in a room with more like a good amount of people, people feel like they have to talk over one another to be heard. And I feel like that happens in real life too. And that just reinforces it, which drives me crazy because we should all take turns and really just be pondering and being respectful of like, okay, well, I am ready to respond now as opposed to being like, well, or even cutting someone off in the middle of what they're saying. It's just so rude and it's not... It, you're not being courteous or under, or actually listening to understand. So if you find that your listening skills are getting better, then you know that your life is getting better in general and you are still on that path to becoming your best self. It's just important. It's important for regular life. Please try. If you have a trouble, trouble doing all those things I just mentioned, it's okay. It's not too late to change. I encourage you to do so. Listen to understand, not respond. The fourth one I want to talk about is... You don't get caught up in drama easily. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so (laughs) this can be a problem for me, right? Let's just be honest. I'm honest here, right? I'm always honest with you guys. And the problem for me is that I feel like I need to stick up for people, right? 
I feel like I need to weigh in because life needs to have rights and wrongs and things need to be fair. However, if I am not directly involved in what's going on or I haven't been asked to participate by anyone, I don't need to get involved. You don't need to get involved. We don't need to get involved, right? We don't need to necessarily comment on everything that's going on around us. We don't need to comment on, (laughs) um, you know, how someone is handling something. And, you know, even if we are invited into the drama or whatever it is, we might need to really take a step back and consider if we do need to get ourselves involved. Do we really need to be fighting someone else's battles? Do we really need to be trashing someone just because your friend or whomever is like totally against that person, right? Do you need to really get all up in the fight, the struggle of what it is, is, unless you're fighting for like a good cause, unless you really do need to stand up for someone that's being torn down, unless it really, really would like your, your opinion and your participation would actually be valued in the whole thing. But just not getting caught up in the drama, not letting people's remarks or even them like saying terrible things about you, like, you know, draw, draw fighting words from you you know, having a thicker skin, having that shield up and being like, okay, well, whatever they're saying, they're trying to get to me and I don't need to let them get to me, right? I don't need to let them make me turn and like burn up in a fire and retaliate at them and maybe possibly say something that I might regret, right? It's something to consider. You know, when drama happens, I try to and I'm, and I feel myself wanting to get involved. Um, I try to think like, well, am I going to regret this? That's my new thing. Am I going to regret this? Is this something that's going to haunt me? Am I going to worry that, uh, this was like a really negative thing for me to get involved in, right? Is this necessary? So I just, I, I implore you and I suggest that you ask yourself that same question. Will you regret anything? Like, is this necessary for you to get involved in? Like, really ask yourself that question, not fakely. Not like, yeah, of course. Like, no. Like, do you really need to? (laughs) And then that'll be your answer. Um, And the last one I want to talk about today, number five, is you don't hold grudges and you forgive easier. So your things are definitely getting better in your life and you're definitely on that road to becoming your best self. If you're able to not hold grudges against people that probably have wronged you, may have wronged you, have wronged you, right? You're not holding on to those hurts and those pains and those betrayals because you know it's not going to serve you, right? I get it. I am someone that's like, if I let this go, what if they do it again? Or what if they think I think it's okay so they will do it again or they'll do it to someone else or I'll be I'll I'll look weak or I'll look like I don't care or you know what I mean? Like that I that that I think this person's okay doing what they're doing. Like it doesn't mean any of those things, right? You're just making the decision that you're not going to hold this grudge because it doesn't serve you in any way. And whether you hold it or not does not mean it's going to affect that other person in a negative way, right? You're not like killing them from your grudge or hurting them in any way. Not killing, sorry, that's not what I meant. Like, you know, like killing killing their spirit or, you know, or their mind. Like you're not hurting them in any way by doing that. And it only makes you feel worse. It doesn't help you. So by not holding that grudge, not necessarily forgiving, like, you know, it's, I do feel like you feel like you've grown if you are able to forgive people a lot easier, but I'm not saying that you have to uh, forgive everyone easier, right? 
I do think that we should all end things with forgiveness. I'm not saying you have to forget, and I'm not saying you have to trust them again. Definitely don't get it twisted. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you're able to forgive them. You're able to let go of the grudge. You're able to forgive them and move on. Keep it moving and not allow them, that person or whatever they did to you, to rule over you, to hold you prisoner in those feelings, in that experience, in what happened, and let that rule your whole life and how you decide to live your life because those things are just uh, a crushing weight on you, right? A burden on you. So um, yeah, being able to forgive easier, just being able to like, okay, you know, like, I don't care. Like, it's fine. I just got to move on. I can't let this just harbor in my heart because that's not, that's not a positive place to be. And, uh, yeah, by doing both of those things and all of these things that I've mentioned, you will know that things in your life are getting better. You're becoming a better person. You're on your journey to become your best self and you are continuously, um, learning and growing and moving on up. So that's all I have to say today and talking about this topic. So thanks again so much for listening and downloading and sharing the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. I really appreciate it. You guys are bomb diggity the best ever. I appreciate it. Um, again, show notes are down below. Find me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo or on Clubhouse at Sabrina J Perozo or send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello. Tell me, send that to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. But I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Do not forget, let me know what you want me to talk about. What do you want to share? What do you want to hear? I'd love advice questions too. Got advice questions? I won't mention your name, but I'd love to just chat about it here on my show. So let me know. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.